Hey there, my energized friends and my tired friends, too. Welcome back to the Fit Fizz podcast, where I'm serving up ways to help you avoid gimmicks, find strength, optimize nutrition, prioritize rest, and to remind you to celebrate victory all along the way. The information shared is for educational and informational purposes only. None of the contents should be interpreted as an intent to diagnose, treat, cure, heal, or prescribe. And in case you are new to the podcast, I am Kelly Wilson, owner of fitfizstudio.com, and I am a certified trainer, nutrition coach, behavior change specialist, autoimmune disease fighter, and I've worked in the health and fitness industry for over 20 years. Now, I want to warn you today that this might come off as a little bit ranty, but that's because it's coming from a place of passion to hopefully get you to think about aging in maybe a new way. The things that people label as signs of getting old absolutely drives me nuts. Why? Because I'm often put in a position where I'm expected to agree with certain statements like, yep, that sure does make me feel old, but I have never felt that way. Then I never know what to say because I don't want to come off like a jerk by saying, nope, can't relate. I've never felt old in my life, but that's honestly what I feel. And I think why that is quite, I think about why that is quite often. And the best answer I can come up with is largely due to how I've been conditioned to think about aging. So a massive thank you to my beautiful mother for living as an example of how aging is nothing to be afraid of, nothing to be depressed about, and how it really is quite irrelevant in the big picture of life. I've said numerous times that if I have half of my mom's energy when I'm her age, I will be doing pretty great in life. And granted, she is the healthiest eater that I know by a landslide. And I'm sure there is a valid correlation there between how healthy she eats and the vast amount of energy that she has. And I think it's kind of funny how on many episodes I've done where the topic is something general that I had planned to talk about at some point, and then I casually make a post about it on one of my personal social media pages, and somebody will comment that they want to hear more. So I push the topic to the front of the line with urgency, and this is one of those times. Although I made this post a couple months ago, the post said, I love getting older, and you should too. Why would you want to be any less badass, less smart, less wise, or less capable than you are today? And I mean that so much. I truly cringe when people my age, I'm 43 and I have absolutely no shame about it. People my age say things like, oh my God, look at that picture from 1992. It makes me feel so old. I honestly can't relate. Or Sometimes people say things like, man, can't wait to get to bed at 8.30 tonight. I guess I'm getting old. Sure, going to bed early is great, but what does that have to do with oldness? I really don't get the connection. Or maybe a lot of times I see a Facebook post that says something kind of like, wow, we sure can't get out of bed like we used to. Everything just hurts and cracks and pops when you're getting old by someone who's 40 years old. Um, Speak for yourself, 
But in addition to that, what I want to stress today is that these things are not about aging. So keep listening if you're not sure what I mean, or even if you might know what I mean. And as I said, I really think about this stuff a lot. So before I get any more ranty about this, I want to acknowledge anyone who might mental mentally who anyone who might mentally struggle with aging in a sense of getting depressed about a certain milestone birthday or feeling sadness about years passing by and feeling down about it. That's valid and I'm not trying to order you to simply erase those feelings. I understand that some people are sensitive about it. You're entitled to feel that way. But you also have the power to change the thought processes that have put you in that kind of headspace about aging. Now, I am not the type of person to preach things like just stay positive or good vibes only. I've experienced way too much heartache and hardship in life to entertain that type of toxic positivity. And yes, there is such a thing as toxic positivity, but that's a whole show in itself. But I do know that what you focus on grows, just like with any type of positive thinking. Thinking about aging as a negative thing will only grow deeper or worse as time passes. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the mindset of aging, and then I'm going to get into the science of aging and some cool and interesting things that you might not have heard of before that will help you, hopefully, to see that you might have more control than you previously thought. And I don't know about you, but maybe I'm a little bit of a control freak, but when I know that things are in my control, that puts me at ease. So going back to what I said in the post that initiated this episode, I'm going to repeat it minus the original F-bomb that was in the post. But here was the, what again what the post said. I love getting older and you should too. Why would you want to be any less badass, less smart, less wise, or less capable than you are today? So my initial process my initial thought process in making that post is that when I see someone comment about aging, it's like I hear this groan in my head like, oh, aging. Oh, to be 22 again. The way I see it is, sure, I had a blast in my 20s. I lived it up. But I was also really stupid in hindsight. <laughs> I learned a lot of life lessons the hard way. I learned from my mistakes, and I'm proud of that. I'm proud of making it through some extremely dark, long, scary times. Somewhere along the way, I also really learned to appreciate the wisdom that older people have. It's such an admirable thing. And they learned from their mistakes and their rough times, too. Now, in general, I value knowledge quite a lot. Maybe that's because both of my parents were teachers. And I've also lived through my fair share of loss. But knowledge is something that can't ever be taken away from you if you take care of your body and your mind. So that's pretty cool if you think about it. It can't be taken away. And think about how much you learn from one birthday to the next, to the next, to the next. Even if you could go back in time and live at a younger age, would you? Really? 
I certainly wouldn't. And I'm not even the kind of person who buys into the whole no regrets thing. I think anyone who says they have no regrets is lying. You can still have regrets and still learn. I have tons of regrets, so many regrets, but I'm still grateful for all that I have learned the hard way. It's built my character. And yeah, maybe my character is too intense for some people, but I am who I am because of my experiences in life. And you are too. And that's a beautiful thing in itself. Look at how capable you have become as time has passed. Capable, You're capable of doing things single-handed with your eyes closed that your 20-year-old self could never handle. Would you trade that for being able to fit into your high school jeans, to do things to appease questionable people, to wake up with a hangover just to relive a great moment, like being the conference champs in whatever sport? Those jeans were pretty ugly anyway. And yeah, maybe your team went to the state championship and maybe you miss having such a small amount of responsibility. But let's be honest, you weren't that smart. None of us were about life, about relationships, about emotional intelligence, about resiliency. And as far as I'm concerned, those things are like superpowers and they have been earned through blood, sweat and tears. I don't want to give away my superpowers. Do you? So I got to mention the high school jeans thing again. Why? Why is that a thing? Why does anyone care if they fit into their high school clothes? I would not want my high school body back for anything under the freaking sun. And I probably weighed about 125 pounds when I graduated from high school. I would never want that back. For what? What does it prove? Nothing. What does it earn you? Nothing. Who else will care? No one. Do you want that so you can be a certain weight or have a certain pant size? Okay, fine. You can do that now if it's important to you. But if you find yourself longing for days in the past, it's not really about those days. It's about being disappointed with your current self or your current situation. And you have the power to change that. I feel like I'm getting... I'm starting to sound cliche and I really hate that, but you get my point. So when people are when people say things like, oh, I can't believe this Disney movie is 30 years old today. I feel so old. No, I can't relate. It feels great to have experienced and overcome so much adversity since then. And I think that's super dope. Now, getting back to the example of when people say something like, it's 8.30 on a Saturday night and I just want to go to sleep. I guess I'm getting old. When I see or hear people say things like that, I want to tell them three things. Number one, what does that have to do with age? Number two, look how smart you are by making sleep a priority and listening to your body. And number three, stop dragging me into your self-loathing imaginary aging party because I think I'm awesome when I want to go to bed early. So I get it. You might be thinking, but Kelly, I just get so tired all the time and I never used to feel that way. It is absolutely about aging. Nope. You are wrong again, my friend, for a couple of reasons. First reason, look at how much more responsibility you have to carry on a daily basis than you did 20 years ago and how many more big decisions you have to make and complex relationships that you're a part of and people who depend on you to do things. All of those things take brain power. 
brain power is energy, it's only logical that you will feel more tired. That's not aging. The fact that you're older in years might run parallel to the fact that you're more tired, but it's not aging or getting old that's at fault. So stop blaming getting old. If you're blaming getting old, that's your fault. And to me, it honestly just sounds silly. And reason number two, if you're sitting there like, Kelly, no, I, am, I feel like I'm getting old, is, okay, so you're tired. Your body feels heavy. Your joints feel sore. Your metabolism isn't what it used to be. Those things might be true, but none of that is aging. So stick with me on this. Sure, as the decades pass, there is wear and tear that happens in the joints. That's a fact. I suppose that could be labeled as aging if you insist. But aches and pains, creaky joints, weight gain, that's not aging. In a sense, this is about taking responsibility for yourself. And I am here to tell you that much of this is within your control. And writing it off through the years as, well, I'm just getting old, is irresponsible. I'm giving you another dose of tough love, and some of you might not like it. But if what I'm about to say makes you annoyed with me, it's probably because you know I'm right. So listen up. <laughs> okay, what people often chalk up to as age has nothing to do with the mere passing of time, but it has to do with something not working properly and neglect to be proactive in fixing any real problems at hand. It's about something in the body that wasn't really working optimally, probably for decades, that was either ignored or unnoticed, or time simply amplified it. That's not aging. That's neglect. And you might have a deficit in the function of a certain joint or organ. And over time, if it's not corrected, of course it's going to get worse. And you can't sit there and say, but Kelly, my doctor, blah, 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 blah. Because as I so frequently say, if you're going to a general practitioner as opposed to a functional medicine doctor, all they can and will do is prescribe a chemical-laden pill that will likely drain you of nutrients and create other health issues until things get bad enough that they have to tell you it's time for some kind of surgery, it's time to cut off a body part, or you die. And you can take responsibility and reverse small issues before they become unmanageable by finding a functional medicine doctor, caring about your health enough to regularly order your own lab work, which you can do on my website, and stay on top of any deficiencies or inflammation in the body. Most joint pain has to do with inflammation, unless you have direct like bone on bone grinding that happens from wear and tear. But most joint pain has to do with inflammation. There's a whole episode I did on inflammation that you can listen to. But inflammation happens because you keep feeding your body foods that it has become sensitive to. Therefore, you have inflammation. Sugar and grains are the most common culprits for this. So for example, Maybe you've got tons of joint pain and it takes you a while in the morning to get, to get your body warmed up to move around, but you're eating tons of sugar and you don't care about cutting back on sugar. So 
you don't want to cut back on sugar because that's what it would take to reduce the inflammation. So that's not aging. That's being irresponsible about your health. Like it or not, that's true. And fine, if you refuse to cut back on sugar or finding out how to heal leaky gut to fix your digestive problems that keep getting worse, fine. Go ahead and be stubborn, but don't blame aging. At least be honest and say, oh, it's so hard to get out of bed in the morning because I'm too hard headed to improve my health. And I've decided to let these issues snowball until I need surgery or until I get cancer because I'm irresponsible. That would be accurate. Blaming age is not accurate. So it's also important to understand that there is a toxic burden that builds up in the body over the course of a lifetime. It comes from stress, environmental toxins, nutrient depletions that are often caused by prescription medications, hormonal birth control, and poor diet. And it grows over time. And then you have symptoms that show up as aches and pains, that you're not feeling so great. Maybe it shows up as brain fog. But that's, again, not aging. That's toxic burden. And a lot can be done to clean up toxic burden. Many of my episodes so far have talked about ways to clean these things up. And if you want even more information to, about cleaning up serious loads of toxic burden in my June Patreon bit video for people who donate $10 and up, it, I went into great detail about what a real detox truly involves and the types of chelation binders and how it is not a seven-day smoothie challenge. Uh, but you can get access to that video by supporting me on patreon.com slash Kelly Wilson. I talk about the steps that a person would take if you're truly interested in the really hardcore ways of relieving toxic burden that builds up in your body over the course of a lifetime. But again, that's not aging. It's mostly toxic burden, inflammation, and mitochondrial damage that are making you feel, quote unquote, old. Also, forgetfulness is not part of aging. Forgetfulness is caused by inflammation and in the brain that can be due to traumatic brain injury, hormonal imbalances, stress, or food sensitivities. Those things can be fixed. It's not aging. But if you care enough to be proactive about fixing it by figuring it out yourself and not depending on a doctor, you can certainly feel much younger if you care about fixing those things. Metabolisms don't just slow down as we get older. Metabolisms slow down due to hormonal imbalance and inflammation. So again, it is not about age. Don't blame age. So... <laughs> This felt really long-winded, and I haven't even gotten to the science part of this that I wanted to talk about, which is something called telomeres. And telomeres are on the ends of our chromosomes, and they shorten over the course of a lifetime. Notice I didn't say as we age. But as telomeres shorten, that's when we see aspects of our health start to fall apart. And there's lots of new, exciting science around telomeres and things we can do to prevent them from shortening which will keep a person healthier for a longer period of time. So next week, I'm going to continue this with a part two with more thoughts on what aging is and is not and a whole lot of fun information on lengthening your telomeres for the sake of not having your health fall apart. If you liked this episode, please subscribe and leave a review, share it on social media so we can spread the word that 
Getting old is not really what most people like to label it as. And don't forget that you can support the show for as little as 25 cents an episode on patreon.com slash Kelly Wilson. Thank you to my current supporters, Elise V, Wendy C, and Pamela P. You guys are awesome. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. Lots more to come next week. And until then, breathe, stay young, and always celebrate victory. Celebrate victory.